Knowledge must be earned, Tenno. I will share what I know, but you must prove yourself deserving. Welcome to a Cephalon Squared mini-episode. Injecting more Warframe into your week. Here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective, welcome to Cephalon Squared mini-episode number the 8. My name is Cephalon Greg, joined as always by Cephalon Lucas. How art thou, good sir? Art thou pretty good. Art uh, thou? <laughs> just. Uh, finished moving into the new place. Yay! Very, very roomy. Well, still got a, a lot of unpacking to do, but we're moved into the new place. Uh, the, old, the old place keys have been handed in. Uh, so, Congratulations. Uh, yay! You have a new uh, I never want to move again. <laughs> yes, moving sucks. I've done it way too many times. So, yes, but uh, between countries, oh, that sucks. Well, oh, I, I, I moved between states and that was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, so true. It would have been very similar. Yeah. But um, good thing about the new room is it is literally double the size of my previous room. So I have so much space to do so many different things. It's going to be great. Hooray for Lucas. Going to set up I just myself a little uh, studio corner or recording corner. So it's, it's all yes. the works. Exactly. God, we're awesome. Well, you are. I'm just... <laughs> oh, no, just here for the guys. ride. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. Holding on to Lucas's <laughs> awesomeness coat, coattails. Anyway, yeah. moving right along from that particular conversation, <laughs> I am going to... There is some mini news, so... Well, it's not really mini-news, we've talked about it enough. Um, I guess unless you've been sleeping under a rock, you wouldn't be aware that Fortuna has hit Xbox One and PS4. Woohoo! So pretty much everyone is playing. Finally. <laughs> now, um, the only people that are still waiting are the Switch people. I very much hope that they can get something out before Christmas, but I really don't know. Um, I know they are working on it already, they are optimizing. Um, so it's a possibility, but shit, who knows. We shall see. Good luck, Switch people. Um, so anyway, we will talk about that on the weekend in the big episode. So moving right along, because this is, of course, a mini. And what do we talk about in minis? We talk about a weapon, a Warframe, a mod, or whatever it is the case may be. Um, we are now moving into Warframe. So we're starting at A. We're going through them alphabetically, which means today we're looking at Ash. Okay, so I'll give a little intro to Ash, Lucas, and then um, I'll pass over to you to go over his passive, if you don't mind. I can do that. Excellent. All right, so Ash is the ninja frame. He has ninja abilities. He's ninja stick. So it's all about mobility. It's about, um, you know, throwing smoke bombs and being able to turn invisible. Spoiler. Uh, throwing ninja stars and shit like that and using swords. So that is Ash in a nutshell. Why he has a smoking arm, who knows? Maybe he had an accident with one of his smoke bombs. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he's pretty straightforward. Uh, and he is pretty fun to use. He's actually one of my favorites. So, Lucas, what is Ash's passive? All right, so going to his passive, he uh, basically has a um, an extra... Uh, slash proc against uh, enemies so it does more more, more slash damage and has a lasted um, status duration with the slash procs very very helpful um, do, 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 and it does extra 25% more damage uh, and the bleed uh, 
um, over time lasts fifty percent longer. So it's 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 quite nice. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward as well. So that does mean everything, all the weapons that he's using, uh, but not from teammates. So bring slash weapons if you're using Ash. Pretty straightforward. All right, his first ability is Shuriken, and Shuriken does cause slash slash damage. It causes a damage a hundred percent guaranteed slash proc on contact. So um, if enemies aren't finished off by the the damage, then uh, they will lose health over time due to the bleeding effect. Um, he just throws a single shuriken. I think it does rank up over time, and at max rank, I think he throws two. Um, it does pin enemy enemies to walls, much like the Boltor series or um, bows and arrows. Uh, but apart from that, it doesn't do a hell of a lot at its base sort of standard uh, ability. Uh, it does require a whole bunch of accuracy. It sort of needs to be pretty pinpoint. Um, but it's a really simple ability. So, um, and that one is affected by ability strength mods only because you're just throwing a shuriken and it does damage. So the good thing about shuriken is that, um, cause I wasn't aware that it was such a uh, high accuracy ability cause, uh, at max level, you can just cast shuriken in any direction and it will fly straight to the nearest enemy. It will fly straight to the nearest enemy. So you don't have to aim. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have not had to actually aim. I can just look in a direction. If I see two enemies that way, I'll cast it while I'm spinning in a different direction and those shuriken will just home in straight on those guys. Interesting. That has not been my experience, but um, maybe that's because I've been consciously trying to aim. So, hmm, back to the testing board. Um, I use Ash a lot too. And I always constantly try to aim his thing really carefully. So maybe I've been wasting my time all these months. That'll be both embarrassing and relieving all at the same time. Ha ha ha. All right. Second ability. Uh, moving on to the next one. Smoke screen. Uh, so on cast, he basically just throws down a famous ninja smoke bomb, which gives a small stagger to enemies within range and makes him invisible and untargetable for a short duration. Uh, this is, of course, impacted by duration and range mods, um, but it only. Uh, no, but this ability does not make Ash silent. Um, firing a non-silent weapon will, will reveal his location to enemies. Indeed. So, smoke screen is just your stock standard invisibility smoke I, bomb to I, escape. Personally, that's all I'd actually use it for, just the, the escape factor. Um, because looking at all the the stealth frames we have available, Ash's smoke screen is actually the lowest duration invisible uh, invisibility, yeah. even at max duration. Um, I found that it was only about 24 seconds where you compare it to someone like Loki, and that's like 38 seconds. Yeah, it's not, it's not the longest. Um, no. It, and that's at max duration if you really wanted to build yeah that's that's that 300 percent duration build yeah which is you know not really necessary because um his other abilities are better to build towards and we'll get to yeah. that um cool so yeah that's that's smoke screen so the next one is teleport uh really really easy again um you can either cast it on a location or a target so you will if you target ta cast it on a target so either an enemy or uh, a teammate you will teleport to them actually it has to be cast on a target 
you can't it's not like yes. Loki's, yeah so you'll you'll teleport to the enemy or you'll teleport to your colleague um very useful to use if your colleague has been downed and you want to get to them quickly um but if you teleport to an enemy they will stagger and they'll be open to melee finish finishes so you can stab them in the back haha <laughs> take that um so yeah you can you can quickly get about uh the battlefield you can quickly revive people uh very very useful um and uh coupled with one of his augments is a lot of fun to use uh, we'll get to that as well it's only impacted by range mods um, but it has a, a base range of 60 meters so that's at, at max level um but 60 meters is quite a large area oh yeah that's, that's quite a hefty range i mean you don't really need any more range than 60 meters to be honest yeah unless you're in um the plains of eidolon but even then 60 meters is quite a distance that's longer than affinity range and affinity range is pretty big anyway mm. um so it does also work with his fourth ability so while you're using bladestorm that lucas is about to go into you can teleport onto enemy any enemy that's marked and it's free of charge in terms of the um cost of teleport so no um energy is spent only if they're marked so explain what bladestorm is all right, Bladestorm uh, was actually recently uh, reworked. Uh, it enables the Ninja Ash to take out a number of enemies within sight. Uh, on casting, Ash can mark a number of enemies at the cost of 12 energy per mark. Um, that's at, uh, that's at uh, max. Um, and on recasting, a smoky specter of Ash will then teleport about the battlefield taking out marked enemies. Um, this inflicts a large amount of damage. Um, but may not take out tanky enemies for those killed by the ability there is a guaranteed uh, for those not killed by the ability there is a guaranteed bleed proc um, in, if you're invisible when casting the cost of a mark is halved making ash's ability somewhat synergistic uh, at the very least it's more efficient to use certain abilities while using one of the others bladestorm is impacted by strength and range mods um, but note that the cost of death mark does not decrease by using efficiency mods. Does decrease. So does, when you use an efficiency mace, it, uh, a mod, it, I think it's, yeah, so it's 12 energy per mark max at base. Uh, but if you use an efficiency mod, it could decrease it down to eight or six or whatever the case may be, depending on the amount of efficiency you use. Shit, um, I'm scatterbrained tonight. <laughs> that's all right. Lucky I made such good notes, huh? Good job. good notes. Actually, on that, um, this week, and maybe it'll only end up being this week, um, we'll have a little bit of a companion to the mini-episode, because the article, uh, the Warframe 101 article for Ash, will actually be going up on Saturday, so uh, you'll be able to read a lot of these uh, this information, but we are going to a little bit more detail on this episode. So... The next thing we're going to talk about is Ash Prime versus Ash. So, um, do, do you need to get Ash Prime if you've already got Ash? So, Ash was one of the original eight Warframes. Um, and of those original eight, not many of them got any really major stat differences. It's just, initially when the Primes were released, they were sort of just um, cosmetic differences is what they were going for. Uh, but over time, they realized that, hey, maybe we should make some changes, and they did make different changes over time. Um, Ash Prime 
was one of the first that had some some pretty good stat differences. So he has uh, 375 shields at max as opposed to the standard Ashes 300. Uh, he also has 150 armor at max as opposed to 75 for the other, so that's double. Um, and he has a slightly higher sprint speed by only 0 0.05 uh, and an additional polarity. So they've all, all almost always got additional polarities. Um, but, you know, a lot of the uh, older frames just have one stat difference that's only like 25 um, stat points higher than the other and it just doesn't seem much of a difference. So Ash Prime is, is very much worth getting because he has a, a lot more shields and a shitload more armor which makes him a lot tankier than his standard Ash variant. Alright, so... Did you want to get into augments? Maybe we'll do one each, or I don't know. How, how, just start it off, Lucas. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, just start off. All right, so <laughs> starting off, Seeking Shuriken. This is obviously for his Shuriken ability, uh, and it does a negative 70% armor strip for 8 seconds on impacted enemies. Very handy for those tanky enemies. Um, and you know, on lower-level enemies, it this tends to be a bit useless, but on higher-level enemies, very, very useful. Yeah, and you do want to try and get 100% armor reduction um, because if there is any armor left, it dramatically reduces the damage that you do against the enemy. Um, and in order to hit 100%, you need to be at least 140% strength. Good to know. Strength. So I know I knew one thing. Yay, me. Good job. Okay, All right. do the next one. Um, Go on, keep going. Yeah. Smoke Shadow, this is for his uh, Smoke Bomb ability, and it can helps conceal allies for 8 seconds. Um, so, you know, if you, if you see any of your allies that are in a bit of a bit of trouble, you can cast this and you get them the quick opportunity to escape also. Is it worth a mod slot, though? Mm, that falls down to personal preference. Yeah, My personal exactly. preference? No. No. <laughs> Same. All the right. next one, on the other hand, does fall into my personal preference. Fatal Teleport, for his teleport ability, gives an auto-finisher with a plus 200% finisher damage and a 50% cost refund on every kill. Yeah, it's damn good, Fatal Teleport. Um, especially if you couple it with a, a dagger that has covert lethality on it, which just increases the, the finisher damage again and almost guarantees that you're going to kill everything each time you do it it costs you virtually nothing to fly around the screen just fatally teleporting yeah yeah i mean my my fatal teleport build uh can hit an enemy for eight from 80 meters away and i think i tested against level 140 napalms and it was a one hit kill yeah see that's beautiful that is that's fantastic like <laughs> what else do you need it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then Rising Storm, which is for his Blade Storm ability, uh, gives the mul uh, the melee combo multiplier lasting an additional 100% longer. Which is an interesting one because body count exists. I just, mm. I don't understand Rising Storm. I mean, if people want to use it, of course, go for it. Um, maybe peop some people like to use melee more than others. Um but I don't know. There's there's probably there's mods that are better used on, better implemented on, um, melee weapons, leaving uh, freeing up a mod slot on Ash. In my opinion. Well, I, I guess if you really wanted to, you could actually um, 
you know, build for a, a combo multiplier and, and go rising storm with, um, what's that bleeding, bleeding bodies? No. Body count. Um, Body count. That's the one. Yeah. Weeping wings. Um, yeah. Yeah. All of those. Yeah. Just, just, just go extra melee combo time. Yeah. If you want to just go melee, melee nuts. So that is a basic look at Ash. We aren't going to do recommended builds simply because builds are personal choice. There are lots of people out there who are min maxes who will tell you, no, a hundred percent, this is the greatest build you can have for Ash. But from my perspective, I don't think any of that shit matters because once you're getting to the, to the end game anyway, um, if you've got a damn good build, regardless of what it is, you've got a damn good build. People are still going to die in the, the late game, um, long-term endless missions. They're not easy. They just get harder as they go. So, um, from my perspective, build to what you enjoy. I like Fatal Teleport, but I see immense value in Seeking Shuriken. Um, I don't see too much in the others, uh, personally. Um, I build him for a lot of strength and um, range. Not too much yeah. range. Um, some people build him for negative range. It's, it depends what you want to build him for. I also build him for duration because I do like being invisible. It's fun. <laughs> That's just me. But I don't have mega, mega invisibility on him. I think I've only got like 12 seconds invisibility and that tends to be enough. Fatal teleport around the room and turn invisible. Yeah. What about your build? Uh, well, I actually I have two builds I, I usually go to, and that is my Seeking Shuriken build or my um, Fatal Teleport build. And yeah. as I said, my Fatal Teleport build can kill people like anything from 80 meters away. Um, but uh, my Seeking Shuriken build can easily get me one-shotting enemies up to 30 minutes on um, Saturn survival. Yeah. So... Easy, so, easy. yeah nice simple builds that just kind of carry you through the the early to mid game i mean fatal oh, teleport man. build can really handle the late stuff so that's great and you know with with ash's um high hp like ash prime in particular with his high hp it's uh it's, you know survivability is real mm. he's super um, and he is one that, that many people swear for, uh, for the late game, especially with his Seeking Shuriken build, just because of the uh, the armor stripping capabilities, which is really useful in groups. All right, so that is Ash. Next week, we'll be looking at Atlas, the old one-punch man himself, and one another one of my favorites. I just like them all. It's weird, except for Limbo. <laughs> Poor Limbo. <laughs> Um, and that's what we will look at next week. So look forward to that. And this weekend is um, episode twenty one twenty two. Whatever we're up to one twenty two. Get oh, way fuck. ahead of yourself. <laughs> way ahead of myself. Episode twenty two. <laughs> um, and yeah, we are still considering exactly what we're going to discuss in that episode. So if you want to, if you've got an idea, let us know. Otherwise, we will um, be speaking to you over your headphones or cast area or whatever it may be in just a couple of days uh you can reach out to us in all the usual places best to go to cephalonsquared.com uh that's where you'll find all of the places um otherwise my name is 
Greg Newbegin and I am Mad Capsules all over the all over the joint. Lucas, who are you? I am Lucas Silvestri and I am Silverlight all over the joint. S I L V R L G H T. Indeed, indeed. So my brain just stopped halfway through um, closing out the episode. I didn't remember how <laughs> I usually do things. Such is life. Um, thanks to Yarn at Disco underscore Box on Twitter for the intro and outro. And thanks to you, as always, for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to cephalonsquared at gmail.com or get in touch via Twitter or Facebook. You can also join our Discord or send us a voice message via the Anchor app. See you next week.